It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. Hi, I'm Kylie Merritt, the founder of AusBiz. Our goal at AusBiz is to provide you with news and information you can use to make better investment decisions, whether it's live, on demand, in the newsletter, or a podcast like the COB. We make it available at no cost to you. The bigger our audience, the more we can invest in great content. So I have a favor to ask. If you could take a minute to leave a review of the COB in the Apple Podcast app, it'll help us grow. And of course, don't forget to catch up with all the best interviews each day at osbiz.com.au. Thanks for listening. From Barangaroo Studios, the Ausbiz COB is the key stuff you need to know about the day in business and finance. Well, hello, hello. You are listening to the COB here at Ausbiz. It is March 19th. It's a Friday. We love the weekends. I'm by David Scott and I'm joined as always by my colleague here on a Friday. Annette Beecher, how are you doing? Ah, not bad. Survived yet another week. It's all over the place. Gold up, oil down, NASDAQ all over the place and pouring rain the entire time here in Sydney. Yeah, so anyone who's uh, not in the uh, the, the uh, Harbour City, uh, please be aware that we're basically facing biblical floods at the moment. <laughs> uh, just will not stop raining and it's uh, supposed to be absolutely a crappy weekend as well. So we're going to go keep ourselves fixated on the markets and... Uh, Got to say, uh, it's been a pretty soggy end to the week as well, uh, matching the weather we've got here in Sydney. Yeah, I think it was an odd one this week. The uh, hotly anticipated event, of course, was the Fed. And the first take was this sugar rush of dovishness. And of, of course, the world is a better place, you know, when a major central bank is dovish. But then the um, after the sugar hit comes the crash and uh, we wake up and it's all over. Yeah. Like what a sell-off in bonds. Like no one, everyone's talking about the rising yields, but no one's really faking what's going on with the bond price. The bonds are getting absolutely destroyed here. Uh, one of the biggest sell-offs that we've seen probably since the, uh, the taper tantrum of 2013. And people are talking about there's a lot more further to go, which means, mm. of course, high yields as well. But this is all a consequence when you go and pin down the front of the curve and then you go and give um, pre-sum levels of uh, stimulus out there, fiscal, monetary, and say, we're not going to go and touch anything until we go and see these objectives take place. Uh, I can understand why the other uh, bond market is selling off because it's going to yeah. be a really hot economic it's, environment. It, to me, it's still not that clear, despite watching macro and markets for a long, long time. We're hitting a real interesting patch whereby asset prices have been bubbling now for quite some time, thanks to this flat to the boards stance from fiscal and monetary policy. And yet, the inflation target, the actual CPI, is lucky to have a one handle uh, around the world, which is why central banks are where they are. So the bond market's basically saying, I don't believe you. Uh, you we're just going to take you on. So this tussle is going to last for weeks, if not months. 
We, uh, we had some data out today, of course, after that stellar jobs report in Australia yesterday. Uh, the preliminary retail sales figure for, uh, for February down 1.1% in February. Uh, not really surprising. There was lockdowns in WA, in Victoria, and the like, which really impacted that result. But it was interesting because we were talking about uh, you know, uh, stock selection with Stuart Roberts from Stocks Down Under uh, and in the 11 o'clock hour today. And uh, he went and talked about some of the, uh, the retailers out there, such as Booktopia and Dust Group, those ones that are online, lots of people getting excited about them in particular and said this is why he would not invest in them even though he likes to look at them and we went through the methodology how you go and select those small caps that are likely to go and perform from rather than those that are a little bit hyped up yeah no it, it was an interesting thematic because quite a few stocks have been bid up expecting that post-covid and i think the travel stocks would certainly be in that bucket i think webjet and flight center are higher than what they were pre-pandemic so yeah Stuart ran down looking for value in a post-covid stock yeah we also had a chat with chris conway from marcus today and he went and, uh, and gave three undervalued stocks for your portfolios i'm not going to tell you the names of which ones they are <laughs> but i can tell you that one of them had a very hot start to life as a public company and has come off the ball a little bit but a lot of people are, are paying very close attention we also had a chat with uh, jason tay of our uh, verdium asset management on that very thing about the bond yields what's been happening in the market and uh he said that the only thing that a lot of the bulls in the equity camp have still got going for them right now is the fact that equity that uh that yields bond yields are still so low globally around the world and he thinks that if we continue to see that ratcheting higher uh of yields it's going to be a real pressure stations and maybe going to lead to some uh, some increased volatility beyond what we've already seen particularly since there's still a few out there that are in denial shall we say i mean obviously at turning points there's ups and downs but a look at any 10-year chart uh whether it's inflation expectations or just yields outright they are accelerating we're not just talking about turning points here we're talking about a meaningful uh, correction in thoughts going forward so if you're not on the higher bond yield bandwagon you're going to get hurt yeah look uh jason said that he's got some uh, some additional cash tucked away ready to go there's opportunity present he's also looking at some names in the other uh, bond proxy sector which of course has been hit pretty hard with this lift in yield so take a listen to that one in the uh, on the newsletter now we might as well get straight to it the uh, the stock of the day space talk uh code is spa uh in the news today it's going to be uh sold through the tesla outlets uh also tesla the telstra outlets i should say <laughs> so well been... you're thinking spacex exactly right I can yeah see where well done comes from. yeah exactly that was right. beautifully done so we went and uh, asked rudy Philippic van dyke from fn arena and claude walker from a rich life their views on space talk take a quick listen um you'll have to look at the financing and the capital side of it and going into the pandemic these guys had big plans in terms of spending money on making more uh, devices to sell. Um, not the most obvious profitability from this device. They say it's there in maturity, maybe it is. And then of course, um, they were already had debt at that point. Uh, sure enough, the pandemic did hit, the share price cratered, and then he had to sell his shares when he was margin called in March, some oh. of his shares. So oh. the worst possible thing is like in March, in the middle of a pandemic, you got the CEO selling shares um, to, to find a, a margin loan. So that, that's not to saying the product's bad or that they don't have good yeah. gross, gross prospects from here, but it, they're still in that risky phase. Okay. And they also announced that they're going to be borrowing more money today as well. So okay. that's something to think about. Today's deal, it by definition will not be as big as the share price suggests here. Rule number one, it's already available. Yeah. I mean, you can, you can now walk into Officeworks and they have it yeah. or into JB Hi-Fi or whatever. So, okay, more distribution is, of, is, is a positive, yeah. but <clears throat> it's, 
still a co company that I mean is basically increasing its losses year after year. Right. Um, and and it's it's a really small company plus all the other reasons that Claude already has given. So I would caution people. Uh, for me, okay. it's way too risky. And space talk. It sounds like it's going to I uh, know the stratosphere and beyond, but uh, not going in the portfolio. Crash and burn. Yeah. So SPA not uh, not going into the portfolio. Look, uh, it's been a pretty busy week on the macro front. Obviously dominated by the Federal Reserve meeting, of course, uh, that arrived in the early hours of Thursday Let's morning. Let's not here. forget Aussie employment. Yeah, Three well, times that market was, expectations. That was a, that was a big event, and uh, that's really put the other uh, cat amongst the pigeons when it comes to uh, the RBA's willingness to go and keep those uh, cash rate pinned down until at least twenty twenty four. Is there anything on the other uh, radar that you've looked at next week that I uh, know that we should be paying attention to? Any that sticks out? Unfortunately, it's just a macro snooze week um, for us. What we will be gearing up to. Uh, into next month is it finally is CPI month in yeah. April. So we'll just cruise through the Easter break and then everybody will be talking about inflation. It's just unfortunate that an inflation targeting bank gets updates every three months and people still do question what's actually in that index and whether it really does reflect people's cost of living. And that year in the, uh, in the markets much longer up until uh, to recently than myself, the ABS was doing some uh, data scraping, trying to go and improve the uh, the ability to go and maybe get more timely when it comes to the uh, the inflation. Any uh, anything that's come through on that front? You know, that's that's a good question. I did look into that myself. I think it was last week because there was a, a massive public relations exercise that they were going to turn towards a monthly CPI and it's gone completely quiet. But having said that, we have got other data, which is preliminary retail sales, preliminary trade balance. Uh, so I, I can't be too mean on them that they have given us a lot more timely data in the last year or so. So maybe inflation's next. Maybe inflation is next. Well, let's go and look ahead to Monday and what we can expect on the show. And uh, looking at the other uh, calendar here, we've got uh, quite a lot of our uh, chief executives coming on the program, kicking off at 8.45 with Anthony Nance, uh, chief executive of Wiser. And we'll be also joined by Tim Fung, chief executive of Airtasker. Of course, he is looking to IPO. Everyone knows what Airtasker is. Uh, we've seen the advertisers. I think a lot of people have probably used it. So I'm sure that will go and get a lot of attention. That will be at 1.10. On the uh, on the stock front, uh, the core will be uh, having Roger uh, Robert Corlett from Macro Capital and Scott Phillips from the Motley Fool will be joining Koshi to sit down and discuss what's going on. And uh, we'll round off the day as we always do on a Monday with Julia Lee from Berman Invest. Always love Julia. We used to work with her for uh, for many years as well, ah. and uh, she's uh, she's gone on to bigger and better things. So uh, really looking forward to going. Yeah, and she's certainly one of her. our fan favorites. Absolutely, we love you, Julia. Uh, well. That's probably, uh, no, do us for the week. What do you reckon? It's uh, probably time to go and crack open. I, uh, I can hear those tinnies opening as we speak. Yeah, look, uh, to our audience out there, we hope you have a fantastic weekend wherever you are around Australia or the world, for that matter. And uh, we look forward to uh, seeing you bright and early on Monday morning at 8.30. Have a good weekend. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. 
Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.